Network Entertainment. This episode may cover sensitive topics like sexual assault, domestic violence, and stalking, which could be triggering. While we recognize the challenges this content may pose, we advise you to prioritize your safety and well-being. Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run. Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to me. And you're listening to And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, Rowan ASH, and a returning Chino Liao for a huge, huge weekend reactions slash Royal Rumble review episode of the podcast. Uh, we got to start with you, Chino, because we haven't heard from you in about a quarter of a year. <laughs> Starting to disappear off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. Didn't even know that a quarter of a year, man. I wish I was, but they joke that. Thank you for Whoa. thank you for holding down the fort, y'all. Uh, I am back for the time being on the same time zone as uh, everybody else. So excited to get into the wrestling talk, and excited to give the shout outs to everybody that attended on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think while Rumble viewing party, there are a bunch of people there. Yeah, asked for a shout out. One guy in particular told me a story where he thought that Stan was me. Um, wow. I don't know <laughs> or how he could make that distinction, but good job, say Oko, yeah. This uh, is because I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess yes. Probably, one of the weirdest I comps. I, I I never thought that such a comp would be made. So. It's the first yeah, time so, for everything. So, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, thank no, you to the second uh, second floor and third floors of yeah. the uh, skinny bikes were packed. But the fresco. Enjoy on a very pleasant uh, Sunday morning. Wait, so he saw you at the party and then he thought you were Stan. No, no. So, this guy saw me and told me that one time he approached ah. Stan thinking that Stan was me. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> God damn. And he called Stan Chino Leal, basically. And, uh, and this is after I've lost 20 pounds. Yes. Shit. <laughs> I wow. mean, I don't think it was a diss for you what on your weight, per se. Pero, what a trip. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think it's because you had Chino I don't know, man. It's like... 
I want to know kung gaano ka supot yung vision niya cuz like that's really bad vision. <laughs> I think that was before Anna. we were yeah, doing Yeah, I'm pretty stuff. sure it was during the times where we were only doing audio. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so, fair. It's probably, probably fair, yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually true cuz you know it's funny cuz yesterday then that was actually the situation um nung nasa ano nasa queue pa lang yung mga tao there was people approaching us and Oh, nag, nag-approach sa akin yung isang guy. He said, "Oh, are you Emil?" Uh yeah, yeah. Na, uh siguro he was just so said yes, you were Emil. No, 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 no. I did, oh. I said no. He, uh, no, he said yes, na, na that that happened. <laughs> yes, that happened. So so oh, Emil, okay. uh, tinuro ko si Emil, ito si Emil. He's handling the cash and all. <laughs> and then ano, see he's probably just ano listening sa audio. Yeah, so that's true. He's, Hello, he's sir. Out. He's not watching sa ano sa tagdito sa live stream, so that's fine. So how do you feel oh, about being mistaken for a meal? That's okay. It's not an issue. That's all right. Neganito, <laughs> guys. If you don't know how we look like, please go follow the podcast yeah. on Spotify. So that follow button, it's it's just waiting for you to smash it. Follow you na rin kami sa Instagram where you'll see our pictures, our mugs, so Bas- you know who's who. Basta ako, some one dude asked me if I was a guy on TikTok. So, walang, 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 walang mistaking yan. So, yeah. That's easy. Kala ko may nagtanong pa kung ikaw si Sandata eh. Medyo padalaan na yan. What? Oh, believe you me, meron pa rin mga nagtatanong. Oh, yeah. That's neither here nor there. Di mo yun nga, di ba? Di mo alam. Oh, Emil, I just found out a few weeks ago. We gotta say thanks again to our friends from Skinny Mics and everybody's collectibles for, you know, supporting us dito sa Royal Rumble viewing party. As Ro mentioned, last Sunday, we broke an attendance record post-pandemic. So, 179 paying patrons. So, thank you so much. 179 fans. So, let's count that. Hindi lang... Yeah. Hindi oh, lang sa Tampa Bay fans. break ng attendance records. Mm. Pati sa but Skinny Mike. Pati sa PGC Mikes. pa. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like, if you want to include the staff ng Skinny Mike, pwede rin. <laughs> oh, including natin yung wrestling, wrestling podcast staff and friends. Uh, we easily eclipsed 200 there at the viewing party. <laughs> So oh, thank yeah. you to everybody who came out and supported us. We we really appreciate you. And uh, based on your reactions to, or your your early reactions to our elimination chamber post, mukha magikita kita tayo ulit this February when WWE goes to Perth for elimination chamber um, on the twenty fourth. All right, let's let's get the big the biggest news from the weekend out of the way, and uh, that is the conversation surrounding Vince McMahon no longer being with WWE. Obviously. Uh, given that I do work for the company, wala ako maka-comment on this one. So I'm going to leave uh, Ro, Rowan, and Chino to set the table and give you their thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, by now, you've already probably seen the news. Um, you've probably seen excerpts of the lawsuit. It is fucking wild. It is like unlike anything I've ever seen. Uh, coming from uh, someone like Vince McMahon. Like I've seen yung, yung accusations kay Trump about how he messes with P, right? <laughs> I think we all remember that. Vince McMahon apparently messes with with with, with shit, with poop, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. That that's a thing that happened. Now, those are the accusations, um, uh, specifically from the lawsuit. So I'm not making shit up here. Uh, that those are the facts from uh, the legal proceeding. So, yo, and it's a mess. Uh, we all thought it was just, you know it was just uh, sexual assault. It was just rape. Uh, apparently, he sex trafficking. Pa, he was um, involved in trigger. Sorry, sorry for I didn't. You know, that's the trigger warning. But he is involved. Uh, young staffer, and you know, um, loaned her out to his associates, like John Laurinaitis, and Brock Lesnar was even implicated in this whole mess. So it's a mess. Uh, it's uh, it's insane. Uh, it's I, I never thought 
it would be like this. So basically, there is not much to say other than the fact that whether the accusations are, uh, you know, whether how, you know, no matter how factual all of these accusations are, all of these details are, it's uh, Vince McMahon is depraved. I think, I think it's safe to say whether we, whether this happened or not. I think we've seen a lot of examples from before and uh, that kind of prove this. So um, it's, uh, you know, something you don't want to see. In wrestling, uh, I think uh, wrestling has been for too long an unsafe space, and I feel that the only thing I'm going to say, because we've said so many things about Vince already, is that uh, I'm glad that WWE did something about it. Um, it's not good a look that they did something about it after the Corona accusation. Uh, I feel like somebody there knew something, but uh, I won't get into that too much. Um, it's just that it's good that uh, this was dealt with. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, first of all, it's not surprising to me that there are <laughs> there's a lot more yeah. coming right mm-hmm. out of the bag. Uh, yeah. To be honest, white men in power, they are yeah. really mm-hmm. the target of people nowadays. So Vince is not exempt uh, from that list. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that Epstein Island. But to be honest, <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, Stephen Hawking. Yes, Stephen Hawking. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, funny quips aside, this is significant again for the WWE because this is the first time we have zero McMahons in power. Yeah. I'm sure Triple H still there. Diba? Yeah, yeah. Diba? He's an in-law. Diba? Mm. So, it's a pretty significant point in time, especially after the big sale and merger that happened last year. So, yung effects nito, while still early, and might be still premature to say, um, are going to be pretty significant. Because McMahon's and the WWE have been uh, synonymous with each other ever since the uh, WWE's inception. Now, I don't really know how this affects corporate structure. Uh, I don't know if it, this will affect the product that we view each week. Um, but I do know that this will significantly damage not just Vince's legacy, but the legacy of his family as a whole. Yep. So my initial reaction to this one, uh, so this was like, Friday na rin eh, no? uh, My first thoughts were, um, wow, bakit yung biggest news always uh, pumuputok right after our live stream? But yeah, uh, I, I didn't expect that it would be this wild. Unlike Chino, who already expected this. Uh, who would have thought that the Mr. McMahon character is actually like parang the real uh, Vince McMahon? Kung sino siya sa camera, siya rin yung nasa real life. Uh, sobrang wild ng pangyayari that Slim Jim has to pull out their sponsorship sa, ano, sa Royal Rumble. They came Rumble. back anyway. <laughs> but yeah, they, they came back kasi because of ano, yung decision uh, yeah, or nag-resign si Mr. McMahon. And you, you, that part was shocking to me kasi Vince McMahon is the type of guy na hindi nagpapatalo. He will not concede, and uh, that's like that's what he was like. No, twenty twenty two. you you thought he would apologize when he came out 
on, on SmackDown and then on Raw. Pero he would just come out, welcome everybody to SmackDown, to Raw, uh, then now forever, blah, blah, blah. Pero no. Uh, but this time, uh, no, he actually conceded. Nagresign siya. So there's a lot of employees uh, or uh, talents involved, uh, John Laurinaitis, and that UFC star be probably being possibly being Lesnar. I also heard, pero hindi pa confirm ba? Uh, another former world champion, pero I'm hindi ko na lang ita drop kasi baka ano malayable tayo. Sinong sino source mo? May source ka pala. No 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 no. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you, know, you heard. Who'd you hear it from? <clears throat> So some random guy on Twitter. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I I don't fully trust it. Yeah. I not But yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, with things like yeah. of this nature, may mga lalabas na pangalan. Yeah, Rock Lesnar was involved. See, John Laurinaitis was involved. We don't know if there's any veracity to these claims, right? We only know that these uh, accusations are so potent that it caused somebody like Vince McMahon to resign, diba? Kahit sabihin mong smear job siya or totoo man siya pero unproven, it still holds a lot of weight kasi it involves sexual misconduct and a yep. person in power and even sex trafficking to to an extent, diba? So hindi natin alam, pero alam, ang alam, ang sa akin, ang confirmed lang talaga is the gravity that this situation involves. Yeah, Triple H is going to have to uh, play a lot of defense on this because it's impossible that he didn't know. Uh, that guy has been close to Vince, even though um, he were, he was at odds with him over creative and stuff, uh, you know, over the running NXT and stuff. Um, I'm sure he knew something. It's impossible that uh, especially when you're that close to... He's your father-in-law, right? So it's impossible. Uh, Shane knew, and Shane reportedly fought back. So, yeah, um, I that's a lot of defense. Nick Khan, I can kind of believe, na didn't know because he's just you know a relative newcomer to the company, so uh, made defense pasadoan. But uh, it is kind of damning that you know Vince involved a lot of high-powered uh, associates in this in the, in his stuff in this stuff in this proclivities and then uh, after um, the lawsuit dropped so uh, yeah should have been the thing should have been uh, should have been dealt with no unang lawsuit pa lang 2022 so uh, it's interesting how they're going to come back from this I, they're not going to you know they're not going to you know, they're not going to sink or anything because WWE is such a beloved entity in wrestling all around the world. Um, a lot of people don't even care, you know. Um, people, I mean, don't even care that this is going on behind the scenes. Like, yes, Vince is bad. They agree that Vince is bad. But, you know, people, a lot of people don't see it as a reason to stop watching or stop supporting. So um, I'm not here to judge any of that anymore. Uh, you know, I think we uh, grew up from that kind of stuff. But um, at least... Uh, for the most part, it's good that we all agree on um, how the stuff we've been hearing about Vince is really, really not good. And to me, I think it's you know downright crazy. And I'm not gonna say unbelievable, but you know, crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, I think that's all we can say. All we have to say about uh, the lawsuit for now until we have uh, new developments. Um, I think the development we've been looking for then is Vince being gone from the company. Uh, I know I wanted that for a long time, and now we have it for sure, for sure. Because there's no coming back from from playing with shit. Uh, Stan, you can come back now. Uh, let's move on to the next uh, next point: uh, the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, uh, let's talk about the other big stuff that happened from the week in wrestling, and that's uh, Royal Rumble 2024, which, uh, by, for all intents and purposes, I'd like to think was a resounding success uh, based on people's reactions, based on people enjoying uh, the results. Right? We got to start with Cody Rhodes, that final shot of him pointing at the WrestleMania sign and not even waiting for Raw or SmackDown to publicly declare that he was going after Roman Reigns for the World Championship at WrestleMania. You know that, right? So, uh, what did you think of us being teased that it could be CM Punk winning the Rumble, Roman could be facing The Rock at the Rumble, and then in the position of Cody and Roman are still Before that, let's acknowledge how Cody Rhodes acknowledged the elite with uh, too sweet in the finger oh, yeah. finger guns at the yeah. end. Uh, I, I I legit thought that would lead to a punk meltdown because <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure he would have he would have uh, he would have taken that as a shot against him after all the backstage stuff. So yeah, um, so yeah, go Chino, go ahead. I actually strongly felt. That Cody, because you know, would uh, would win. Because you know, when I said, "Ko, are they really gonna put the back-to-back wins on uh, in the rubble for Cody? Is this where it's going?" But when they did it, it's it's pretty significant because the build-up to the rumble also showed Cody carrying a lot of the weight on all the shows that he appeared on, the right? But WWE is really hanging their uh cart to this horse named Cody Rhodes, because. They really believe in in his presentation and in the quality of his character in his ring work, and it actually just goes to show that we are in an era of wrestling. That he didn't send a blue ball, but they won't leave us hanging anymore with something like Cody finishing the story. So, nung dumating na sa point na final tuto, even if there was like a small percentage in me that felt na si Punk uh, might win, might sneak in a win right there. I still felt that Cody, it was his r- rumble to lose. Okay. Uh, well, ako naman. Um, it's it's funny that last week, parang I I actually picked CM Punk, pero I did feel na what if Cody becomes the next one to be the winner na back to back? Because sinabi nga din nila like dun sa ano dun sa hype ng match na yung all the numbers whatever um the last time there was a back to back winner was uh 1998 1998 which was stone cold right can we confirm yeah. that okay yeah yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so napaisip ako what if si Cody nga yung next kasi sinabi nga nila ang tagal nang walang back to back winner and then they actually uh, gave us that na nanalo si Cody and I remember uh, before Punk gets eliminated, sinabi ko, okay, uh, I'm changing my pick now, si Cody na to. Because, uh, okay. I mean, like, the, why should we, ano, why should we give in dun sa mga rumors na pampagulo lang or pampalito? And true enough, uh, we're actually gonna have Cody finish the story. Yeah. Uh, I agree with what Chino said. Um, Uh, there is still, you know, a WrestleMania left to go before the story is finally finished. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was um, already preparing myself emotionally, mentally for a Punk win. Because um, it does seem like uh, uh, the thing they would do to capitalize on the short term. Like I said, they did that when they signed Punk. It was literally a short term decision. Right? So uh, I'm glad uh, uh, 
Triple H stuck to his guns. I know I've been calling for him sometimes to, uh, you know, acknowledge yung short-term feelings among tao. You know, uh, have guys like LA Knight win the thing. You know, uh, and now he's proven that he is actually committed. Uh, it looks, or at least he looks like it's com- he's committed to uh, the long-term bit. And uh, uh, to a lot of fans who have been uh, who have grown up on Vince being fickle and. Uh, you know, whimsical and stuff like that. I uh, gotta get ready to learn Chinese. I uh, got gotta get ready to, uh, you know, get used to long term storytelling. Because even if it is frustrating to, you know, want the yung mga decision uh, in the moment, yung mga hype in the moment, like yeah, LA Knight, uh, there is a long game, and uh, I'm glad that they've stuck to it. Nung nanada si Cody. Uh, some of the air was deflated from skinny mics. Some of it. Because I remember there were still Cody fans, but for the most part, a lot of people were pulling for Punk. Uh, I, I did a pre-show survey and Punk got the most cheers. And um, even though I didn't like it, um, you got to accept it. It is what it is. It is what the fans feel. But uh, I think also, after after uh, people you know got dumbfounded at the result, they started clapping. So I think it was uh, an acknowledgement that, okay, um, this is why Cody lost last year. So we can get a moment like this. Um, uh, I think I think a lot of people respected what Triple H looked like he was doing. So uh, uh, they did the story right, I think. I feel like they did the story right. Uh, last year, uh, he was full of himself. Now he got humbled. Now he worked harder. And, uh, you know, Barring kulang na lang yung, ano, yung, yung big climax at WrestleMania, but uh, I'm more into this now than I was last year, and they did it right. Yeah, I remember, Ro, you were really flipping out when Cody won from number 30. What has he proven? What what hero's journey is this guy on? And he came back from injury, then he chose to come in yeah. at number 30 and win the Rumble. You were so upset, but now looking at the over one-year-long story that Cody has had since he came back to WWE, now we're able to see things from a bigger perspective where after he lost to Roman, he had to go through that trilogy with Brock. Then he had to go through Shinsuke. He won the tag team championships and then lost them alongside Jay while fighting with the Judgment Day. He had to go through war games. And then, you know, where he uh, started at number 15, basically halfway through the Rumble and made it all the way to, to win back to back. And I'm going to agree now, it's, it's way more satisfying seeing Cody win. And I was just really enjoying it because... It was the result I wanted. The result I really uh, predicted then among Ayare. So uh, congratulations to Cody Rhodes for doing something that no one has done in 26 years. One more thing. Uh, I-, I feel like this was the plan that I got. This was how they got him to agree to losing to WrestleMania and getting him, getting, you know... I- you know, getting him to agree to get egg on his face. So, yeah, um, and the rubber that, chicken. Yeah, and the rubber chicken. <laughs> so, I think um, it's now the fans' time to adjust. You, um, Triple H has shown that he's willing to do the long, the long-term game. So, you gotta, you really have to adjust because uh, you will not get what you want right away. Mm-hmm. One last thing, uh, Stan, the way you summarized your journey, Nicody, like um, the way. The way I see it, parang road to WrestleMania talaga, like from the video game. Pero it was made in real life. Uh, I even remember nung after ng match nila ni Brock, Cody and Brock. There, there was this camera angle na uh, Cody did the smile, and it's the most video game thing ever. And now 
parang the way I see it, if, when when you summarized it na, oh, nag-tag team pa sila ni Jey Uso. And he's just going over this. Uh, he's just taking these different tasks and different journey. Para siyang road to WrestleMania talaga. What if they yeah. finally hired yung, yung video game writers? Because <laughs> those those guys do so much better. <laughs> yeah, sila Justin Leeper. Uh, oh, you actually know their names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Roe calls them side quests. Yung mga pinagagagawa ni yeah. Cody since he lost to Roma in WrestleMania. And now we all see that the side quests were indeed worth it. Kung baga nagpa-level up lang siya. Uh, correct. Kaya nag-evolve na siya. Yeah, yeah. So, many pe- so, many people siya. Were, so many people were so, were so angry at this. <laughs> so many people were so down on it. And now, yeah. na. <laughs> And now we're all, you know, we're all in on it. Yung mga sobrang galit last year na natalo si Cody, mukha nang gago. So, <laughs> including hey, me, by the way. <laughs> Mga Immortal, listen to the Underpaid Podcast with me, Stanley Chi, wherein we talk about work-related topics in a light manner na parang nagchichismisan lang tayo or nagkukwentuhan. Listen for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan ka man nakikinig ng podcast. Kita-kits! Let's talk about the women. Congratulations to Bailey who won her very first Royal Rumble. Uh, so now, three of the four horsewomen have won a Rumble. Bailey won at number three. Second woman to do it after Bianca did it in 2021. And now she's got the women's endurance record as well. Shino, I'm going to start with you. Bailey's your girl. Uh, how did you feel seeing her finally get that Rumble win? So happy. She was my pick right away to win. That Sabina I think, left of field. I really felt that this was Bailey's year. Because si Bailey out of the horsewomen that are still with the WWE, she's but she also gets the most time. With any accomplishment, diba? She was probably the last girl to to win a, a title coming from NXT, but she also now holds the SmackDown women's record, diba? Or for being the longest title holder. So in that regard, I feel like with Bailey, only time can really tell how good she actually is. And she waited, she played her part. Kasi hindi naman siya yung most athletic, hindi din siya yung most charismatic. But she's there. She's a she's the role player in the women's roster in whatever role she finds herself in, and she maximizes the opportunities given to her. And I feel like it was just a matter of time before they really awarded her with something so huge as a Royal Rumble win. But I like how they're using the story of damage control as as a pinpoint for WrestleMania. Um, I didn't expect it to be one of the main storylines pushing through. Parang mas naniwala, mas naniwala pa ako kay Ripley being the main eventer here. Pero at the same time, maganda na nagamit nila tong opportunity nito to catapult not just Bailey but the rest of Damage Control. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad na uh, this was my pick, but this is my pick last. Uh, live stream, and I'm happy na nagkatotoo nga that Bailey won. Um, Bailey really deserved it because like she she has accomplished a lot. She's also a Grand Slam champion. But now I think it's time for her to go back to the world title picture. Uh I don't know who she will pick, pero mas maganda siguro kung si Io Sky ang pipiliin niya. No, Rowan, she's totally gonna pick Rhea Ripley because screw the story they've been telling with damage control over the last year. That's right. <laughs> you never know. Actually, you never know. I I don't know how they're gonna get to um. Bailey picking EO unless she said she says uh, you know uh, I mean, the Batista framework is right there Triple H himself was part of that yeah. story yeah but, pero alam mo yun um, 
and I don't know. Maybe they'll do the whole thing that she finds out they've been they've been othering her. Right? So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, no, um, this was another example of them uh, of Triple H being committed to the long term game because they've been teasing the the damage control turn on Bailey. No, not break up turn on her because she's been the awkward one out. So I like that they've been uh, messing around with it for so long. Uh, some people are some people were you know wondering when they were gonna pull the trigger if ever. This is it. This is the answer. Um, I still wanted Becky to win. I think uh, Becky had a really good you know reason to win it, but that's what the elimination chamber is there for. So oh, I, I agree with every everything that's been said. Um, because of the big story that they are you know pushing for out of this win. All right, let's talk about the returns. Uh, only two returns actually from this year, and then new people mga surprises natin from outside WWE. We only really had one, so we're gonna start with Naomi and Andrade, two of whom a lot of people did expect to make their presence felt at the Rumble, given that uh, si Andrade umalisha after his run on the Continental Classic in AEW, and then si Naomi sobrang daming nag report na patapos na siya sa TNA, and then when she dropped the Knockouts World Championship kay Jordan Grace, who we'll talk about later on. People immediately said, "Na ah, pabalik na yan ng WWE." So, what do you guys think when, or what did you guys think when Naomi and Andrade showed up in Rumble? Oh, when uh, Naomi showed up, napatakbo. Ako. So I was staying at, uh, outside the bar, by the way. So when I saw the ano, neon lights, okay, I, alam ko na si Naomi to. So I rushed it back in, captured everybody's reaction. This is important content, to eh. And of course. I I am as happy and as excited as everyone in that bar. Uh everybody was uh wanted that to happen na manifest nila and it, we got it. I uh I am happy that we always back. There have been rumors circulating in the interwebs that say that she, because she dropped the title, yun nga pabalik na WWE. I will say that I kind of hope that they changed her package a little bit. Although why fix something that isn't broken? Sure, but at the same time, there are still a lot na hindi natin nakikita ni Kayi that we actually saw on Impact Wrestling, de ba? Na parang she has that little bit of edge to her, na hindi lang siya feel the glow hundred percent of the time. So I kind of wanted a little bit of that in this presentation. But again, I'm judging her off of one Rumble match, de ba? Mamaday natin kung sandalhin. Yung story niya uh, as a member of either roster. Hopefully, my, and this is my opinion here. Uh, hopefully, she stays on on uh she stays a part of the Uso storyline. Because asawa niya isang Uso, so that'll be a nice uh wrinkle in, in that angle there. But again, only time uh can tell. Yeah. Uh. You said it. Nah, once they were gone from TNA and AW respectively, uh, I knew they were showing up. Um, where else but the Rumble, diba? So, uh, check them on yun. Uh, easiest thing to do at that point for you know as far as surprises go. So no complaints here. All right. Uh, people were also speculating that ah, we might see Sasha come back or we might see Kazuchika Okada show up at the Rumble. And alam naman, alam naman natin, at least for those of us who read yung mga dirt sheets and the news sites. Na Kazuchika Okada still has at least three February dates with New Japan before he completely finishes up. Uh, meanwhile, see Sean Ross Sapp, he actually said before na see si Mercedes Monet or Sasha Banks is likely going to AEW. So, what do you guys think of these prospects? Yeah, uh, 
I, I believe I tend to believe Sean. Uh, I even believe him when he when the information gets changed at the last minute. So I wasn't expecting Sasha. I kind of was. I was more expecting. I was expecting J- AJ Lee more. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know, big disappointment, quote unquote. Uh, I'm not really big on surprises here, but uh, I really thought they were gonna uh, they were gonna do that because she's been teasing. Um, I I think for a lot of people, you can. You can say that Liv Morgan was the Rey Mysterio of this year. Uh, I've seen a lot of people screen. They were recording the screen, you know, waiting to get that moment that they can post on social media for the virality. Um, Rowan did that a lot. Uh, but uh, they were expecting a big number 30, and they did not get the big number 30. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, you're right on Okada. Uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, you know, uh, when people were queuing, uh, may mga late comers na dumating during the women's rumble match, and they were asking me, "Ah, lumabas na ba si AJ Lee?" And I, I said, "No, because uh, well, the match is still ongoing. Maybe number thirty pa siya lumabas." Because uh, I was, I was also into that uh, bandwagon na we want AJ Lee back. I mean, first crush ko in, in WWE, uh, and. I was not really disappointed na hindi siya nagpakita. Pero I I I gotta say na when Liv Morgan came out at number thirty, uh, I I I think it was a mixed reaction uh, in Skinny Mike's. Some were happy, some were disappointed. Pero uh, it's not it's neither Sasha or um, uh, AJ Lee. Pero the match itself it's still incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um. I have a feeling, it, first of all, it'd be a mistake for the WWE not to throw a lot of money down uh, Okada's way here. I feel like it, it, the name brand that he brings and the fandom, the kind of fandom that he brings is is something that cannot be missed. But also at the same time, Kazuchika Okada has been doing a lot of impact dates. you know, And impact, as we now know, has a uh-huh. strong, very strong working relationship with the WWE. So yung chances of him going to the WWE are pretty significant now. Kasi nagkaroon na sila ng... The, the, Triple H doesn't want to call it a forbidden door, but there is a significant door that is slightly ajar because of what Jordan Grace uh, did during the Rumble. So baka way din to for Okada to make his debut in the WWE, but I I don't think it will, pero malay natin. Yeah, perfect time to segue into Jordan Grace, who ends up being the only real surprise from either Rumble, proving na yung nga, meron talagang working relationship between the WWE and TNA. And I just gotta appreciate how Michael Cole himself put over TNA as a company, the Knockouts World Championship. Pati kami, sinabihan din kami na acknowledge her as the uh, Knockouts Champion from TNA. So, you know, um, th- there's really that effort to, to legitimize someone like Jordan Grace for the uninitiated. Uh, I know that the people at Skinny Mike's like Chancellor and TNA, kilala nila ko sino si Jordan Grace, but I'd like to think that people like us, people like the folks over at Skinny Mike's no Sunday, are probably still in the minority here in the Philippines or even in the larger wrestling fandom. Now, Jordan Grace shows up and they're like, who's that? TNA pala dito sa Pilipinas. Nasasaga pala ng ano natin, ng mga bahay kubo. So, uh, yeah, uh, no, was, this was my big holy shit moment. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I, I knew there was a TNA thing happening, but I was a men's rumble. Like, I thought they were going to bring back Dolph for the spot. Um, yeah, and yeah uh, when Chino mentioned uh, Okada coming to TNA and then, you know, using the partnership to bring him in. 
I thought that what if they just sent Dolph to TNA? I said they literally had no space for him anywhere else on the roster. You want to NXT? Oh, NXT, NXT to NXT. This is fucking insane. Uh, or the Ring of Honor to their, to their AEW. So, no, it's not out of the question because you know a lot of uh, former WWE guys now in now in TNA, uh, Mustafa Ali just debuted in their tapings uh, from last week. Um, Bunch of other guys as well, so uh, it's interesting. Um, I like this. I like that Triple H is doing his best to undo your reputation on WWE as an isolationist uh, entity. Uh, Triple H did this for NXT, right? he did this for the network as well. He was partnering with Evolve, he did business with Gabe Sapolsky, who was brought uh, Liger in, yeah, Liger. Yeah, that he's the guy, he's the guy to do it. Um, Vince doesn't want to do any of that stuff. He thinks WWE is the be all end all of the wrestling world. And uh, I like it, you know, to quote the great Booker T. Uh, I want to see more. I don't know what else they could do. I don't know how do you work with that. Uh, but I am, uh, Jordan Grace said uh, herself that there's more to come from the partnership. So I am looking forward to that. Yeah, as an Impact fan, ang ayoko lang mangyari dito is to have a one-way partnership where the bigger company just uses the smaller company as yun nga, tapunan ng mga tao walang space. Diba? I, we see that happen with ROH and it's a little, it's a little sad, honestly. Um, I do like the idea of them working with each other because there are a lot of aspects that TNA can offer the WWE, things like the X Division, which is really good on, on TNA. WWE has no room for the cruiserweights to jump around and stuff. TNA has a lot of room for that. So maybe the WWE can send a lot of their cruiserweights back to TNA or down to TNA and vice versa. This is a more symbiotic, I guess you could say, partnership than what I'm seeing. Uh, we also get a lot more TNA stars in uh, main roster or sorry, WWE roles. The WWE and TNA partnership is something uh, that is fantasized back in 2010. Uh, and right now we're getting it or we got it. Uh, Jordan Grace is someone I'm yet to know and I'm learning more about her. But I'm glad that Skinny Mike's recognize her and knows how much of a big deal she is. And the TNA chants went viral, like in, in that Skinny Mike's video. Uh, a, a lot of um, foreigners actually were were surprised Nah, oh, we know TNA. And uh, You're the only one who does it, apparently. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, we... TNA sa bahay. <laughs> well, totoo, actually, wala namang kasi, wala sa TV namin. So I, I can only access this access it through the internet yes Rowan that was a joke okay. nobody has Danny on their TVs alright I walked into that but yeah uh, <laughs> uh, WWE and TNA partnership uh, and oh by the way TNA being mentioned or and knockout being mentioned it's something that uh, you would hear sa panaginip lang so this is surreal yeah alright uh, congrats to Jordan Grace. Congrats to everybody involved for making that quite the moment. And uh, I thought we got to spend a few minutes to talk about Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. We got to give them their flowers. I know not everybody is a fan of Logan Paul, but uh, these two really did what they could to bring the heat up, even if 
uh, pagod na pagod na yung mga tao from the first Rumble and the Fatal 4-Way and they were trying to save their energy for the Men's Royal Rumble at the end. Yeah, uh, I love this. I love this so much. Uh, I, I felt so bad for them because nobody was reacting. So kahit skinny mics, nobody was reacting. Uh, I forgot to talk about Jane. Uh, no, no, we'll talk about that sign. It's a women's rumble. Uh, yeah, um, as someone, you know, who has to, uh, you know, go through a show, you know, experience the highs and lows of a crowd who may not have all the energy for all the matches, uh, I really felt bad for them. And, uh, well, I, they, they they just were the match that nobody wanted to see. Because there were two rumbles. There was a fatal four-way match where uh, I mean, uh, anyone could, you know, have a fighting chance to beat Roman Reigns. They were just the the black sheep of that of that herd, and uh, they made the most of it. Um, I they fought hard. They fought to stay relevant, and I enjoyed the new finish where uh, Kevin Owens just socked Logan Paul with the brass knuckles, yeah, and got the DQ. But you know, it's a it's a it's a satisfying DQ. I knew that Logan Paul was going to retain, and uh, this was uh, I think the best way to do it. Yeah, I don't honestly. Guys, have been on champions and Logan Paul. I don't, I don't really know if he deserved to be on in that card. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah, okay, gets the Logan Paul shade, the boss, but is it really more significant than say Rhea Ripley defending her title or you know, say Seth defending his title? Uh, neither here nor there, but because of it was such a tightly packed card where you had two rumble matches and a fatal four way. May magsasuffer talaga eh. Tama si Roe eh. Ito talaga yung naging batch na people just had, you know, to, to, to gas out. Yeah. Um, actually, didn't get to watch this at Skinny Mike. So, uh, pinanood ko lang siya at home. And, yeah, maganda naman yung match eh. They, they really performed really well. I, I love how, I, I love how nagbugbugan lang sila. And, uh, the finish, by the way, it's it's a wise it's a genius way to have Logan Paul keep the title uh without actually beating Kevin Owens uh it, it was a clever finish uh dusty finish like what they say mm-hmm. all right uh we kind of alluded to us not talking about Jade Cargill but we can fill that in or fill you in on that picks of the week which should be on your feeds tomorrow because yes the women's royal rumble match is going to be part of our picks of the week. But that's going to do it for our weekend reactions and our Royal Rumble review. There's more to talk about tomorrow and on Thursdays at our live stream. Until then, please follow the show at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Individually, it is at Rowis War, at Monday Night Rowan, at Chino Supersized, uh, at EML underscore Meister, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and everyone at the Pod Network for all of the work that they do on the podcast. And thanks for catching this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. For Ro Moran, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH, I'm Stan C. Saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, 
group, organization, company, or individual.